few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The palace has just issued uh, this statement. It says the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Within the past few minutes, Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. To recap on the statement, the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King, that is Charles, uh, and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. That is the week on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, and I talked extensively about the portrayal of the Queen in film and in and television and in stage. I mean, you have The Crown, you have The Audience, where Helen Mirren reprised her role as Queen Elizabeth II. You have the movie The Queen. The Queen Elizabeth II has been parodied so many times. So welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's Freeform Friday. That really is the week. We began the week, you know, with uh, Her Majesty uh, meeting with her prime minister, not realizing that would be the final time she would be photographed. So, yeah, it's been crazy. It was a crazy week. I went I went to a concert the night before, saw Def Leppard, Poison, Motley Crue, Joan Jett, um, some other band that opened as well in San Francisco. That that show had been postponed two times, first for 2020 and then 2021, and then here we are. And so I came home, dro dropped my friends off, went to sleep, um, and slept in, not realizing something was about to happen, and it, and it did. And it's sad, and it's... um. However you feel about the queen, that is your that's that's your um right, your prerogative. Yes, you know, she was privy to things and under her watch and we've talked about that, but she's gone. She's gone. She had a very long, long reign. Okay? And um I know that someone on the view said something about her. We're not going to talk about that, you know. Just talk about good things. Now, I didn't get to go in depth about the concert because, well, I was at the concert. <laughs> when you're at the concert, you're in the thick of it. You're at the thick of it. Let's just get down to it, shall we? Joan Jett. I'd never seen Joan Jett before. I have always loved Joan Jett. I love her authenticity, the ethos of her musicality. She really is the real deal. I've always loved that about her. She played for the troops. She wears her heart on her sleeve. And um, people who like to talk shit about her, that's fine. That's fine. But I don't. I was so thrilled to see her. And I, I should have realized when they were playing Bikini Kills Rebel Girl, which she produced, that she was going to come out. And I thought, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Then Poison came up. I'm not a big Poison fan. They did Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Talked dirty to me. Okay. Then Motley Crue came out. Motley Crue came out. It was a big to-do. I, I only enjoy Dr. Feelgood. That's it. But Vince Neil singing, eh, Tommy Lee, eh. Def Leppard really were the stars of the night. Def Leppard and Joan Jett for me. It was a, it was a long, long, 
long fucking night. And it's even longer when you're the one who's driving. <laughs> and you've handled the parking and you've handled the toll because you know you have to plan ahead because not everyone thinks it's there it's on them to plan ahead. Yeah. And it's unfortunate and I won't go into, you know, the logistics of that and um <laughs> I just won't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. We all have our you know what? It's over. Sunday, I'm going to go see Nine Inch Nails in Berkeley. I am so excited about that because, you know, as Trent Reznor said, we're in this together now. Nobody can stop us now. <laughs> but, you know, it's head like a hole. Um, my favorite, though, is Wish, where he says, uh, fist fuck. <laughs> That's the first time I think everyone put anyone put fist fuck in uh, a popular song. Um, you know, and, and I've said this before, I love, I love Nine Inch Nails. You wouldn't have Nine Inch Nails without Ministry or Skinny Puppy. And I know that Trent Reznor is aware of that. And then, you know, and throughout the years, when Al Jorgensen was not his best self, when he was on drugs, he said some not very nice things about Trent Reznor. But now they've made up, they're friends, you know. Trent Reznor has been to hell and back. You look at him now, he's a married man. He's got like four kids. He's got two Academy Awards. Watch out, Madonna. And he's just, he still has that aggression. He's still able to channel that. As someone who grew up, and I was a very angry person, and I've kind of mellowed it a little bit, I learned through listening to Nine Inch Nails, that's how you use your anger in a very constructive way, that aggression and how musically it, oh, I mean, I, I am I am excited. I am, yeah. The fact that I'm going by myself, it's like, fuck it, fuck it. We're in this together now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I mean, I've been looking at the set list because that's how I am. In fact, when we were at the, the San Francisco show for Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Joan Jett, and Poison, I would glance at the set list because I would see, okay, what are they going to do? that they did in the other towns. I believe tonight they're playing in Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, I have been enjoying season two of Hacks. I'm almost done with it. It is hilarious. And I was watching it and just thinking, this is such a great thing to witness Gene Smart just playing this really funny character, this very flawed three-dimensional character who has so many problems and is trying to start over in terms of her career in comedy so yeah there's that <sighs> it was it was it was a hell of a week it really was but you know what when you put a little k-pop on because you want the night to go smoothly and it does you've won you've won and, um, yeah, that's the crux of the whole situation. So film and music, it's it's good to know that um, I was talking to my brother. He watched The Queen. I was impressed by that. 
just because she's she's in the news. So to watch Helen Mirren's performance, and I remember watching it in the theater because they had they had extended it, and I saw it um, the the weekend that Helen Mirren won the Oscar. So I think it was Saturday night. I saw the Queen, and then Friday. No, yeah. Was it Friday or Saturday? Friday night I watched The Departed. And then, no, actually, no, wait, that's not true. Saturday night I saw The Queen. And then late Saturday night I watched The Departed. And then I knew it was going to win Best Picture because the the way the ending was of The Departed. But I knew that Helen Mirren was going to win the Oscar for Best Actress. And people in the room kept second guessing, oh, it's going to go to someone else. And I said, no, it's going to go to Helen Mirren. Because she'd already won all the other awards leading up. Unfortunately, that's kind of how it is in Hollywood. When you've won the industry awards leading up, although sometimes there is a surprise. And that surprise happened in 2019 when um, Olivia Coleman won the Oscar over favorite Glenn Close, who had won most of the industry prizes except for the BAFTA. And um, that went to Olivia Coleman. So, you know, people should have seen that coming. (laughs) But yeah, Olivia Coleman playing a queen. She's playing Queen Anne in The Favorite, which is hilarious, a fictional Queen Anne. And then now she's playing Queen Elizabeth II in The Crown. She just wrapped it up. Um, See how I did that? I bring it all together. And Amilda Staunton who I talked about before with her role in Vera Drake, is going to play Queen, El- Queen Elizabeth II in the final installment of The Crown. And in fact, production has shut down due to the death of Her Majesty, Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. These movies about the royals, I mean, they haven't done a movie about Prince Charles. They, they did the movie about Princess Diana called Spencer. Um, I didn't watch it. It was nominated, but at the Royals, we you know, Princess Diana's story is very fascinating, and you can see it in her sons, and I mean, I just go back to that speech that the Queen gave in 1997, 25 years ago. I remember because I was in high school and we watched it, and the world was just transfixed, and once again, the world is transfixed by Queen Elizabeth II. It's, it's going to be this way for 10 days, not just in Britain, but all over the world. Dignitaries and presidents and world leaders are going to converge on London to pay their respects. And so here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, I mean, there's so many, you know, there's not just the movies about the queens, you know, like uh, Gods and Monsters. I love that. Um, in Gods and Monsters, I think he meets Princess Margaret or something. Uh, Ian McKellen and Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, who's in the news because he's done a new movie called Whale. But uh, Sir Ian McKellen was playing the, the late James Whale in Gods and Monsters. And there's a really great moment where they're at a party thrown by George Cukor. And he's like, he's never met a princess before. Only queens. Because <laughs> he was, you know, come on. If you don't know what a queen is, 
watch RuPaul's Drag, wa- drag Race. Not just the drag queens, but a lot of the gay, the, uh, the gay men of that era, even now, refer to each other as queens. Even Annie Lennox famously said it in 17 again, all those vicious queens. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, the one queen that really we have to protect now is Her Majesty Dame Helen Mirren. And so here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, uh, I present to you Academy Award winner, Dame Helen Mirren. Hello, this is Dame Helen Mirren. Since this week has ended on a very sad note, and yes, King Charles III has been sworn in. Well, well, not sworn in, but he kissed the ring and now he's king. But enough about that shit. I played Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II and Stephen Fears is the Queen. I didn't take my kit off as I usually do in films. And I think that's why I won the Oscar. I played Elizabeth Windsor and I was so... Uh, it was interesting because I grew up in an anti-monarchist home. We didn't really think much of the monarchy. And here I am. She has been a part of my life since the beginning. I was born in 1945, and she has been queen since 1952. May she rest in peace. To all of my subjects out there in movie star world and Oscar world, because I didn't think British people would wi- could win Oscars, I devote to you my entire career, whether it be filled with more Oscars or more chances for me to play Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And so, as I said in the movie, The Queen, yes, well, you are my 10th Prime Minister. My first Prime Minister was Winston Churchill. He gave a young girl quite an education. You're not a modernizer. But it is your government, but you can vote. No, I guess there is some consolation. And so that is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'd like to thank Dame Helen Mirren for being on the show. Would you like to close us out, Dame Helen Mirren? Yes, I would. You know what's interesting in this country? It's people always expect me to wear pants but I have an enormous bottom. So that's why I wear a skirt. That's why. And so as I speak to all of you as the queen of the Oscars and playing Queen Elizabeth, which I will continue to do till the end of my life. So anytime the royal family wants me to reappear as Elizabeth II, I will put on the wig and the glasses. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the queen. Unpleasant dreams.